I have an important opening question for you, Riley, and that is, yeah. how are you with moths? How was this? <laughs> I'm okay with moths. Okay, fuck yeah. Like a little icky about the like pods that they're well, in, like the cocoons. Yeah. I don't love yeah, that. I didn't love the pod. And I don't particularly like moths. Like they don't bother me when they're outside. You know? No, yeah, get them away from the indoors, though. That's like with most bugs. Like, even like if I see a roach outside, like I, I still like am not happy to see them, but like sure. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like any any bug on the inside, yeah, I don't like no. that shit. I got freaked out when the moth was flapping around inside, and I, there were other atmospheric factors that were making. Yeah, there's me a upset. lot going on. <laughs> I was just giggling at the end of this movie because I was thinking about the Silence of the Lambs bit from Jackass Forever. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah! Which that was the like first thing I was thinking about going in. <laughs> it's my favorite bit they've ever done. I laughed so hard, I so cried. <laughs> I'm gonna say so many problematic things. It's impossible not to. Look at the no movie. End. This movie's such a mess. I love this That's, movie. I had it in my head that Jonathan Demi was gay, and it made like so much make sense about this movie, but he's not gay. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, but like, is it maybe Ted Talley? I don't think so. Maybe. But like, so much of it, like, I was watching it with Tori, too, and like, so much of it, like, the way, like, not all the men, but like um, Clarice is like direct boss. Like when she comes to him with feedback Jack. and he's like, oh, you're right. I will change my behavior. And we're like, a gay man wrote this, but no. <laughs> I honestly, I yeah, I don't know. Cause like no women were involved in this. Hold on. Isn't that crazy? Someone, someone on this set is fucking gay and I'm going to find out who. Well, I mean, um, I suppose Jodie Foster was there, so that probably helped. That I was going to say. <laughs> Somebody's gay on this set. And Somebody's like, oh, yeah. gay. Oh, it's Jodie Foster. <laughs> okay, also, speaking of Jodie Foster... I watched this on Max and like the little ta like the little description like I realize this isn't that odd probably but it says FBI trainee Jodie Foster works with incarcerated <laughs> madman Anthony Hopkins they and, play like, themselves <laughs> like that's what it was it was like oh yes famed incarcerated madman Anthony Hopkins <laughs> I like forgot how good this movie was and I watched it like a little too young me too um and like not even then like I was scarred but like I did I was and I did watch it too young. Except like, to the scene where like the guy is like flayed out over the bars and I'm like I was watching this as like a child. <laughs> yeah, I was when I say too young, I mean like sixteen probably. I, was like, I should not have seen. You were like nine, weren't you? <laughs> probably. My mom um, just be like, "Oh, it's a good movie." <laughs> and like she's right, but god damn it, woman. <laughs> Yeah, that's our moms went in opposite directions. I think. Yeah. Like, I was not allowed to be in the room when my mom was watching Buffy. Like, she would shoo me out if I opened the door to yep. ask her a question. And yet, we're uh, both like this. Yeah, look at that. Somehow. <laughs> um, but it's like it was fun watching this and being like, oh, I I get what's going on. It's I so get good. it now. It's a. I say this every time I watch this movie, but it's like every new scene that begins, I'm like, oh, it's this scene. Yeah, <laughs> fully. <laughs> It's just one of those movies where every scene is the best scene. Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Riley. And we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time. As determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today, the movie with the seventh scariest movie moment of all time is Silence of the Lambs from the year 1991 directed by Jonathan Demi. I pronounced it Dem last time and that's wrong. It's Demi. I, I'm today years old learning that. Yep. This movie fucking rocks, dude. 
Quantico girl boss running through the woods is my first note. <laughs> so true. My first note is, I think about this outfit all the time. I'm not kidding. Like, And it's with, true. Like the sweat ring around the neck included. Yes. yes. The turtleneck and the sweatshirt and the blue yes. pants. and the I think it's blue pants. I don't fucking remember. Who's to say? God. And sh- the first thing that happens, and let me tell you, this is going to happen a million times, is that Jack Crawford pulls Clarice out of school. <laughs> yes. He doesn't want her to learn. He doesn't. She doesn't need to, apparently. No, she's like really uh, good at it. She's so good at it that her boss is like, we got a very special task for you. Like, this is one of those fucking movies that just starts right away. He's yeah. like, okay, hi, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like she's running through the woods and there's scary music playing. And I'm like, I'm terrified. I know she's just training, but I'm terrified. And then she gets in an elevator full of men and yes. she just kind of rolls her eyes. And it's amazing. And they're all tall and wearing red shirts. And it's the and best thing ever. She's so tiny. She's like five foot nothing. And just I know, like looking up at all these men. Every time, always. It's so good. That this movie is so good about like making her so obviously othered as the only woman without it being like ham-fisted yes i was yep like it's just every encounter she has with a man is like defined by her not being like them yeah her being the tiniest person in the world and just getting hit on by every colleague oh, she ever God, encounters constantly i have denial glasses on about jack i'm not acknowledging it no me too i'm like he's a good one no he's dad he's dad it's fine he is I was like very comfortable until they like had that weird slow handshake at the very like, end. I was like, yeah, why did they kiss? do that? <laughs> I know. I like, and I was like, why is he looking at her like that? And I was like, I really do think that like that was just that actor being like, I love Jody. <laughs> I hope so. And it just read a little anyway. Um. So oh my god, yeah. She walks through this room of all these old ass guns into mm-hmm. the behavioral science unit, and Jack Crawford's like, guess fucking what? Oh no, he calls her into the office, and then he's not there, and he's like <laughs> looming in the doorway. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, so here's the thing. There's this guy, Hannibal Lecter, and he's not cooperating. We think you should go because we've never sent in a young pretty girl before. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Because he's like, oh, we're interviewing like every serial killer we have in custody to like work on like a behavioral profile mm-hmm. broadly because it's like the 90s and like we know more now. I mean, Mindhunter. Yeah, it, that's exactly, exactly. I fucking love Mindhunter. Me too. Um, But specifically, they're working on a case. There's a serial killer who goes by the moniker Buffalo Bill who they are trying to catch. So they're like trying to get into the mind of a psychopath, you know, so they can figure out his next move. You've heard all this before. You get it, listener. <laughs> this is like the thing they do in Hannibal Lecter. It's the Lecter thing media. they do. It's always like, how do uh, we, uh, serial killers, huh? We're confused. Oh yeah, and he's like, don't expect him to talk to you. He's like non-communicative, but we still like, we just need to get a report in the books or something. Yeah, he's like, like, tell me like anything that he does. like. What does his cell look like? Is he sketching? What is mm-hmm. he sketching? It's like any little like crumb they can get. Right. And he's like, and you have to go like today immediately. And she's like, what's the urgency with this? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, we're busy. Just be like so fucking careful though. <laughs> yeah. He's like, by the way, don't tell him about yourself. He's going to fucking kill you. <laughs> don't get like near the glass. Like don't do anything. Yeah, like, fucking, but don't worry. Oh yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> There's also such a good exchange where he's like, yeah, I remember you. I had you in my seminar. He was like, you were really grilling me on like civil rights violations committed Mm -hmm. by the FBI during the Hoover years. And she's like, yeah, you gave me an A minus. And he's like, (laughs) I thought it was an A. She's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) 
fucking love her. And they do that thing where he's like, um, like there, you know, you got to be careful with what he is. And she's like, what is he? And then it cuts to fucking Frederick fucking Chilton. Oh God. He's a monster. Yeah. So this guy, Dr. Chilton is just immediately hitting on Jodie Foster. He is the slimiest man alive. I hate him so fucking bad. He's even worse in the book. I couldn't finish the book. He's worse in the book. It's like everything he says is just so slimy. He's like, oh, it's so clever. They're using a pretty young woman like you to turn him on. And I'm like, can we just take a step back? It's like, hey, have you considered you are committing workplace harassment? Like, and no, he does not care. But And no. And he, oh god and he's so full of himself he's such a fucking he's like he's really it's amazing to capture a pure psychopath alive by the way you want to go out later like literally yeah. he's like you staying the night in right. town like let me show you around i can be your guide and she's like no i'm going home <laughs> yeah, she's like i have like work tomorrow <laughs> i got a report on this psychopath due at eight in the morning <laughs> he's like they don't normally send sexy detectives literally like, and so and he does the like sono head like she rebuffs him and he's like okay <laughs> fine let's yeah. go he's like walking her through the annals of this facility like giving her the rundown of this like laundry list of rules of how to interact or like rather not interact with dr hannibal lecter it's so um, classic it's like don't t- don't approach the glass don't touch the glass don't put anything with staples like it's like yeah. the laundry list he tells us one specific story about a time that he mutilated a nurse and his pulse never rose above 85 even when he ate her tongue which is just horrible (laughs) a classic also just like for fun he like corners clarice in a stairwell to tell her this by the way and he's like here's the picture and there's like spooky red lighting yeah i'm like (laughs) all right buddy like jesus yeah, I have written down, hey, here's a picture of a maimed woman while I stand so close to you. Oh, yeah, and he's talking about, he's like, Dr. Lecter fucking hates me. And so he's supposed to be escorting her down to meet him. And she asks, like, well, since he hates you so much, like, he might be a little bit more forthcoming if you aren't with me. Like, I want to go and see him alone. And he gets, like, pissy about that, too. He's like, fucking fine. He's like, well, I wish you would have told me that while you're in my office. And she's like, how would I have gotten here? He's like, wouldn't have wasted all my time showing you down here. And it's like, no, you probably still would have had to show her where to go. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. Oh, I hate him so much. There's, I'm so sorry. I'm going to try to really curb how I talk about how much I talk about NBC Hannibal, but I do have to mention because it involves my favorite character and she's like a woman psychiatrist. And like, she's so professional, like throughout the whole show. She goes into Frederick Chilton's office and she's like slouching and she's like making angry faces. And at one point, the main man has to like physically restrain her. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I hate Frederick Chilton. Okay. We do meet a good man here. Yes. Though. There's like one, there's like two good men in the yep. whole movie. Um, and it's Barney the orderly and he's so lovely. He's like, he told you all the rules and she's like, yeah. And he's like, you're going to do fine. I'll be right here. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And he set up a chair for her to sit in and it's like yeah. weirdly one of my favorite shots of the movie. She like turns to start walking down the hall and just at the very end, there's just like the lone chair sitting in the middle of the hallway it's really good. and something about it just like sends shivers down my spine. That's oh, fucking classic, dude. It's so good. Oh, yeah, like the chair is set up like awkwardly far away from the glass, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's like in the light and everything. Yeah. And it's, I literally dread this every fucking time. My my next note just says cunty stander. (laughs) (laughs) Cunty stander. (laughs) 
which like is not funny, but it's what's no, it happening. Is. It's like a triple layer joke you got in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is that he's Cunty Stander and she's Cunty Walker. Yes, but just the way like the camera pans around once she gets to his cell and he's standing <laughs> so like, cunty. Like I want to say it's T posing and it's not, but he's just like it's like capital I posing. Yeah, it's like so. It's just like default stance. It's like the emoji. Yes, it's that one emoji. <laughs> it's mom, dad, I threw up. It's mom, dad, I threw up. Um, and like, not for nothing, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but Cunty Stander and Cunty Walker are relevant insofar as she walks down the hallway. And, um, yeah, it's like these like super max like security. So the mm -hmm. men are like, hey, he's like, Dr. Lecter hasn't seen a woman in eight years. And it's like, okay. Okay. Um, but, and he's kind of normal about it. It's everybody else that's a fucking, you know, freak about it. But she walks down and everyone's like catcalling her. It's like she's like running the gauntlet, basically. Yeah. Um, and there's this character, Migs, and he's like, I can smell your cunt. And it's like, <laughs> first of all, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, if anybody could, it would be head of electric. Exactly. And he's like, by the way, I can't, so don't literally, worry. He's like, you're fine, girl. Literally. <laughs> literally. It's literally that. Like, I don't know. You kind of, I love him. <laughs> No, you're so right. Is the thing. Well, that's the thing too. It's like I love him. Like, he's like so violent and horrific and everything, but like he's queer coded in a way that you're like, I yeah, bestie. Like, like that's my friend. I could fix him. He's nice. He's polite. That's this gets touched on um in the Bravo special, but um someone is talking about how like he is so like frightening and unsettling to the audience because you want him to like you. Yes. Which, oh like, is God, so, so uncomfortable for, like, the yeah. psychopathic serial killer of the movie. But you're like, no, like, I want to be on his good side. Like, because he's yeah. just so, like, well-spoken and, like, seemingly normal. You're like, I get this guy. Like, we could be friends. I could fix him. Like, no, I want him real. to think I, I want I want to be, like, the one special detective that he likes to talk to. Right. You know? I want to impress this guy. Yes. Me. Which Completely. is so strange. Oh, my God. And, like, immediately, like, okay. I'm going to try to chill about talking about the queer coding, but Hannibal Lecter is queer coded and I'm not yeah. backing down on that. It's true, obviously. Watch like, the movie. Hello. Like, yeah, how we're talking about him already. We um, did this like three times. <laughs> yeah, we keep going like... We keep limp-wristing. <laughs> yeah, we keep limp-wristing and calling him girlfriend. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like, sorry. If you wanted him to be less gay... Don't make him so gay. About... Don't make him so gay, guys. If you don't no, want us like, to call Thomas... him gay, don't make him gay. <laughs> I got called gay at Quantico. <laughs> Where was it? At Quantico. I was being gay. I was being gay. No, and I mean, I think Thomas Harris does that on purpose. And he's a little more, like, sexually aggressive in a straight way in the books. Yeah. Um, but then he also is gay. And this is why I always get, I have such beef with Thomas Harris. Because Thomas Harris is like, wouldn't it be so scary if somebody was queer? And you're like, No. But then also with Hannibal Lecter, he's like, I also have to make him feel unsafe to women. So it's yeah. like, and this movie very clear, like cleverly navigates that by not making it weird. Imagine. Like, it just feels an appropriate amount of whatever. He's just, he's evil and also gay. Yeah. You can be two things at once. Yeah. And he's not, he's not gay, but he's gay anyway. So she's like, hi, how are you? They like introduce themselves and he's like, oh, he's like, can I see your bat, your, your credentials? And so she holds it up and he's like, closer. <laughs> And she like sticks her arm further, and he goes closer. <laughs> he fucking sing songs it like so. He makes her like come right up to the glass, which was like the number one thing she was told not yeah. to do. Um, and he's 
being a little cagey with her as we expected him to be but she like flips on the right switch immediately she's like oh because he looks at her identification and he's like this is a temporary badge like you're not an official fbi agent she's like no i'm a student and i'm here to learn from you and he loves that um he is such a narcissist i love him but yeah so migs comes up and he's like what did he say to you and she's like um he said i could smell your cunt and he's like I myself cannot. <laughs> he's like, what I can smell is that you use Evian skin cream. And then he's like, sometimes you wear this one kind of perfume, but not today. Like, and he's like, after she like tells him what Meg said, he like sniffs like at the holes in his window, like <laughs> trying to smell her. And it's so grody. Well, it's funny too, because my, ex my main exposure to Hannibal Lecter, as I've already hopefully cut around is NBC <laughs> Hannibal. Um, and there's a, a an episode or like a scene where he like smells that somebody has cancer and i'm like that's not real and i like googled it but like my best friend andrew can just smell things and so he'll be like you don't smell bad trust me i would know and i'm like right. thank you um so that's another reason i like him. <laughs> <laughs> every like every time hannibal lecter says anything most of the movie it's this intense close-up on his face mm -hmm. and like boy oh boy did they cast anthony hopkins perfectly he has these like terrifying blue eyes like yeah it's he's like we get it you have blue eyes <laughs> literally <laughs> like, i'm so fucking scared right now someone get this guy some brown contacts please <laughs> she finally gets around to the questionnaire that she was sent to give him and this is when he like kind of takes a step back from her he's like you know like i really like you like you're honest so i really don't like your ham-fisted segue into this questionnaire like yeah he's like, he's like this isn't you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's like you can do what's the, the jarvis johnson thing? he goes reconsider this queen <laughs> oh it's so good it's so good he's like but you were doing so well oh and yeah. then he says my favorite fucking line of his in the whole movie and he goes you know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes i think about that every fucking day he reads her to filth over those shoes multiple times he, he really calls her white trash yeah he does or he says like you come from white trash something like that yeah he's like you're not more than like one generation away from white trash he's like you're clearly trying really hard he's like psychic like... yeah he's omnipotent like... he likes or omniscient like omnipotent i think you're god he kind of is omnipotent though. <laughs> they're kind of the same thing i don't know literally um he's everywhere he is everywhere come on he literally is like he sniffs her through the holes of his plexiglass prison cell right. and is like your dad died huh like he's you know? not allowed to have bars on his prison cell <laughs> literally they're like you can't give him a single staple yeah um god and he's like reading her and he's like he's like oh god and he but he starts to pick up the southern mm -hmm. like it's yes he's he's mocking her he's talking and he is oh it's so good and he's like did your dad work on the coal mines did he reek of the lamp like it's incredible <laughs> but she turns this around on him she's like well why don't you like point that high-powered perception of yours at yourself unless you're afraid to which i'm like you're so smart jody foster it's so good and it gets adversarial but i i like he likes that because it's he likes thing. it i always talk about this it's like the thing in sleuth it's like these two smart men who are like i'm bored let's be in love and fight right. each other all the time like this is that like he has finally been put up against i say in quotes like a worthy adversary yes. 
So he's exactly. he's like intellectually stimulated by her and he's excited because he doesn't seem to get much of that in his plexiglass cell. Yeah, well, fuck it. With, there's such a good line that I don't remember where it is from. I think it might be a book thing where he's like, you met Frederick Tilden. Like, isn't, doesn't he fumble around in your brain like a freshman with like a pair of pantyhose? It's horrible. <laughs> um, And she kind of is like, well, okay, I like, so why don't you just look at yourself a little bit and fill out the questionnaire like just to see like it might be interesting and he's like you know a census taker tried to interview me once and we get the classic i ate his liver beans with his liver beans his liver beans i got too excited a census taker tried to test me once i ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti and then she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay. Because it's like a reminder of like, oh yeah, this guy fucking eats people, by the way. Right. It's like every other like minute, they're like, remember, he ate someone. Like she says even, they're talking about Buffalo Bill and like how he skins his victims as like trophies or something. She's like, you didn't keep a trophy. You ate yours. And it's yeah, like, he's, we just talk about that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, because something about the trophies and he's like, and she's like, yeah, serial killers tend to take trophies. And he's like, I didn't. I'm special. She goes, no, you ate yours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, it's like every time you're like, wow, this guy's like really intelligent and like kind of cool and I like him. Then he does something crazy, which is like tell that story and then go fly away starting. Fly, 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 fly. Like, and he doesn't stop as she's going. He keeps saying going, fly, fly, fly. And then as she's going, Miggs just like throws a handful of semen at her face. It's what happens. Yeah. And then everyone's like screaming and rattling at the bars of their cell. And Hannibal like calls her back. He's like, come back here. And then starts speaking to her in riddles. He tells her <laughs> to, like, look within. He says, look within yourself. He's like, go find Miss Moffat. She's an old patient of mine. Fly away, etc." yeah when it and he's like i wouldn't have had that happen to you because i think he's because here's the thing is he's like so desperate also for human connection um even though he's very like masterful and in control of everything like he still like needs to be like needs to be admired so he's like mm. get the fuck back here i'm so sorry <laughs> let me tell you some riddles <laughs> he's Will like i make would you feel better yeah, he's like, do you, like I'm sorry. It, like it's like one of those things too. It's like the girls. He's like, I'm so sorry that happened <laughs> yeah. to you. Like, he, he, like gets it. Sorry for my um, friends. Yeah, sorry for my stupid friends. They're not usually like this. <laughs> um, God, and he's like, I don't think Migs will manage again, even if he is crazy. And I'm like, that's a good line. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I consider it unspeakably rude. And then we get the first of the like politesse yeah of it all. i'm obsessed with that shit it's so interesting so then we get like the briefest of brief flashbacks just to establish that her dad was a cop and that's it like yeah. it's literally just him like walking out of the cop car and little girl jodie foster being like hello dad you're a cop <laughs> literally <laughs> um and she's like crying by her car and she then it's the like, first day tough yeah she really day. did she really did she got like hit on and assaulted like it's not good there's jizz in her hair it's like all the gender-based like horror yeah like, all the gender-based horrors um but it like hard cuts to her firing a gun like 800 times <laughs> yeah yes yeah okay so they're doing like a training exercise which was originally supposed to be like the opening scene was this like drug bust that seems like uh -huh. it's going wrong but it's just a training tool and she like gets quote unquote 
shot in the head, like gets got yeah. because she didn't check her corner, didn't check her danger zone. Which I appreciated that it wasn't like her doing everything perfect, but I'm glad they didn't open with that to be like, oh, uh, you know sucks. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like that we open on her being capable, but I appreciated that it wasn't like she goes back to work and is perfect. Yeah. Like to make up for it, you know? Right. Like she's still a person. Um, uh, and then, sorry, like another of one of these like iconic shots of her. It's those like newspaper scanners from libraries. I forget what they're called. Um, but she's reading all these articles about um Hannibal Lecter and she's like got a pen between her teeth and I just like mm-hmm. it's just so oh yeah it's my very I, and I don't know it to me it's very it's like the oral fixation thing and yeah. like she's got like not that pens are inherently phallic but she's got like oh. a tube like thing in her mouth she's got like red lipstick on and she's making yeah. like a perfect little like oh with her mouth and it's like yeah it's not there by accident right um that's also they talk about chilton's oral. i really fucking didn't forget a single thing from this book huh mm-hmm. they talk about chilton's oral fixation a lot too in the book like it's it's very much a thing well that's Tori and i hang-ups. my roommate and i were talking about this the other night because we we're like why is it like so hot anytime we're watching like a movie or a show and like some white boy starts smoking a cigarette and we're just like yeah. Ooh, and we're like it's the oral <laughs> fixation of it all yep, yep yep yep. it's just hot when someone puts something in their mouth i'm sorry sorry yeah sorry i'm, I'm only i'm merely a woman in a freudian world <laughs> doing my best um truly uh and then jack does what he is wont to do and interrupts her while she's doing something important <laughs> yeah. um and our oh god ardelia map that is the best name that's the ardelia. only thing thomas harris is good for is creating the name ardelia map come on and she's bernadette from Candyman. Yes, i didn't realize she is. i was like why do i know casey lemons and that's why it's because i'm in love with her like why is she already established as like a best friend like why I am know. i already <laughs> two years in a row too yeah Oh, I fucking love her. She gets a little more to do in this movie. Like, Ardelia is kind of a person. Yeah, she gets to, like, run around. <laughs> yeah. They have that good moment on the washing machines. Yeah. So Jack is like, hey, don't freak out, but Miggs is dead. I heard that some bad things happen. And she's like, yeah, oh, I don't know how to feel about that. That makes me kind of upset. And he's like, don't worry. Like, it's not like you didn't do anything. Like, he was just doing it to amuse himself. And, like, we all know that that's not quite true. So what happened was the what they reported from the facility was that Hannibal Lecter had been like whispering to him throughout the day and like Miggs was crying and then they found him dead after he had swallowed his own tongue, which is something that like can't happen naturally, you know, right, you can't like, do he, that like, to bit you. off his tongue and swallowed it or like yeah. choked like it's unclear exactly yeah, like, what happened, but it's how do we get to that point? It's nefarious to say the least. <laughs> I literally wrote down Mix is dead and honestly, Slay. <laughs> literally. Not to say that. He's so unwell, but so is everybody in there. Um so Clarice is like, so get this. Like, really bad that that happened, but also I solved the first riddle that the yes. troll under the bridge gave me. <laughs> and she's like, I thought it seemed really hokey for Lecter to say, look inside yourself to me. Like that seemed weird. Right. And I figured, okay, he's from Baltimore. Um, and there's a place called Yourself Storage. So I'm going to go there and see if I can find anybody named Miss Moffat. Oh, my God. Like, and she fucking does. So yeah. <laughs> she gets to the storage facility. And sure enough, someone named Moffat 
has a storage unit at the facility and there's something like the guy who has the keys isn't there or something so they're trying to like jack hit not jackhammer what's the word it's a car jack yeah 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 like jack up the door and they can only get it up so far thank god she's a skinny little woman so she can just like roll yeah. right under <laughs> and she's like in case i get trapped in here here's my card thank right? you <laughs> this like kooky little german man in a full like overcoat yeah it's really so funny. He's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I can't get the door open. We can get my son tomorrow. She's like, not to worry. I have a crowbar. And I'm so skinny. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's like two inches off the ground. Yep. Um, But she like cuts her leg. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. no, like leaving DNA. Like, blah, blah, blah. But don't worry. It's going to come back in a different creepy way. Yeah, it's just for a um, weird line later. <laughs> literally. Um, but as she's like going through the storage unit, it's so creepy. And there's like taxidermied owls and like a lot of stuff Lots everywhere of stuff a huge storage unit mind you it's enormous and like it hasn't been open since 1980. Mm -hmm. um which like if you think back they tell us that lecter's been in prison for eight years and this movie came out in 1991 so it's like hmm there's a little gap <laughs> uh and she's like yoinking uh like flags off of like car like on top over top of cars and like opening doors and everything and she sees this like body in a dress and uh you've heard of dick in a box now get ready for <laughs> head in a jar <laughs> uh and it's just this like ostensibly like assigned male at birth head with makeup on mm -hmm. and it's kind of like hmm <laughs> but the scariest part is there's a head in a big jar <laughs> yeah 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 um it's very alarming it yeah it's like i mean maybe it's just because like i i am who i am and i'm surrounded by what I, I am surrounded by but like i didn't really notice the makeup right away i was like head in a jar and then you're like oh i see <laughs> the reason it sticks out so much to me with the makeup and this is gonna sound so like i'm like virtue signaling because it's not even that it's just that the like false lashes are coming off <laughs> and i was like hey put those back to me the face looks so much like leather faces yes! leather face yes. with the makeup on it just yep. like bright red blush and like blue eyeshadow yep extremely leather face extremely. i was like gunter when did you get here <laughs> what happened are you okay gunter, what are you doing it's not your turn yet <laughs> um but clarice literally immediately goes back to the hospital and she's like let me in and <laughs> she's like incredible like she can't see him in there i guess because it's very dark so and there's like a little tv playing and she just sits down next to it right up against the glass and is like screaming into his little glass holes like hey hey what the fuck was up with that <laughs> and she sits down with like this like rapid fire she's like hester moffat is an anagram for the rest of me you miss the rest of me and i'm like we're just free associating words what the fuck is going on <laughs> she's not wrong though like she's right um, she just says so much so fast yeah so like, quick when how did we get here yeah she was just like hey guess what i figured out and it's like why did you even think right. to do and that it's like as the audience you're like you figured this out without me yeah 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 <laughs> when it's did like, you, you weren't that? gonna let me in on that clarice right so she's like soaking wet because it's raining outside and he threw like the little hatch in his i was gonna say pen I mean, cell where like, you know, they would pass through like food or like medication or whatever they may give him. He like gives her a towel for her to dry herself off on. And he remarks that her bleeding has stopped. And she like for a second, she's like, how did you? And then she's like, never mind. I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the way he's like, oh, you stopped bleeding. I'm like, 
what can you smell that it's coagulated like right. fuck you she's like whatever it's <laughs> like oh can you get me with that one like second scene already fed up with him <laughs> exactly she really does not take a lot of shit and i appreciate yeah. that about her um that's another thing too like he's really not you're not supposed to take anything from him and so she has to like look at the towel but like mm-hmm. it's this thing with him he's polite yeah he's a gentleman he is the gentleman pirate um it's so funny too because they're like talking a little bit and he's like aren't you gonna ask me about buffalo bill like he's like twirling <laughs> his hair like, can i have the case files please and she's like okay first we're gonna talk about like that guy you killed who's in your storage unit and he's like uh 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 he was my patient i didn't kill him his boyfriend killed him his <laughs> gay lover did because he was gay yeah what is he's like he had rather exotic taste in lovers and i'm like, like men right. yeah i'm like that's like more misleading than i think you think it is yeah. he's like no i just found him like that and so i hid him and she's like don't care <laughs> like okay that was a weird choice for you next question (laughs) um and he's like that was like the work of a fledgling killer practicing for their transformation and then he's like so anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah was it for you finding that dead body and she's like i mean i was scared and then i was kind of excited and he's like speaking about um excited and you have a job and do you think that jack crawford wants to fuck you and she's like that sounds like the kind of thing Miggs would say asshole and he's like Miggs is dead now and it's like okay and we then all got that out of our systems. All the lights come on. I don't know why the guards decided that was a good... Because I'm like, he doesn't have control of the lights, surely. <laughs> like, oh, why they decided to turn the fucking lights on, but they do. And she sees that the walls of his cell are completely empty, whereas before they were full of drawings of different vistas he had done. He did like a drawing of the Duomo. Memories um, all the view I have. Yeah, and he's like, they took away my drawings as a punishment because, like, all he wants is a view, he wants a window, he wants clean water, ba 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 ba. You know, rights. Yeah, you know, water. Grow up. <laughs> we all want water. <laughs> I want water right now. He's like, I know you're trying to profile Buffalo Bill. Like, I could help you catch him. Like, I'm crazy and also a doctor, so really, I'm perfect. <laughs> um. And he basically heavily implies, like, I know exactly who it is. Yes, and, like, because he mentioned, like, this is the work of a fledgling killer. And Clarice is like, that implies he, like, has killed again. And he's like, oh, yeah, he has. And he's going to keep doing it. And then smash cut to American Girl playing in the car. Little Dr. What's-Her-Face from Grey's Anatomy bopping along singing. God, I love her. Every time I hear American Girl, I think of this scene. Yeah. You can't not. It's hard not to, Yeah. I love her so fucking much. I love this actress. Wish I remembered her name, but <laughs> her character's name is Catherine. I know that much. Sure is. Um, okay, and we see Buffalo Bill. Um, well, I guess we don't, but we see like via night vision goggles as this woman Catherine pulls into her like apartment complex and starts to head on out. Yeah, he's got these like night vision binoculars. <laughs> Crazy. Um. And it's like so cute. Her cat's like meowing at her from the window, and she's like, "Hi, little stinker," or something. Yeah. Um, 
And then I'm obsessed with this actor's voice. Like, I know it's the whole, like, would you fuck me? But, like, I just love how he talks. It's great. It's, <laughs> it's very distinct. Really cool voice. And he's like, oh, God, I can't get this couch in the car. My arm's broken. Yeah, he's <laughs> full Ted Bundying it. He's got, like, his oh, arm God, in a yeah. cast, try, like, struggling, trying. First of all, like, one person on their own trying to lift a couch into a van is insane. Yeah, you're an and idiot. he <laughs> also has a broken arm. So she, being a woman, is like, hey, do you need help with that? And, of course, he accepts her help and the way she's helping him he has her like get up into the trunk of the van first and he and, like, like pushes, pushes. Her in with the couch a little yeah so it's like she can't really he's like could you just get in there and she kind of can't say no anyway right. oh it's sorry and then he says are you a size 14 and then knocks her out cold <laughs> which was chilling because yeah. i'm a size 16 so i was like oh. safe <laughs> yeah I know exactly. Like, are you, are you about a size fourteen? And I was like, I mean, ideally, <laughs> we're working uh, on it. Yeah, you know. Hey, Dep- once in a blue moon, <laughs> if I take a real good shit, I'm a size fourteen. <laughs> on a good day, I would be a Buffalo Bill victim. <laughs> God willing. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God, and it's so because he knocks her up, but she's not like you know dead yeah she's like and moaning just, a little and like yeah we like see him like cut her shirt off like via the back and, and he, like, he looks rubs at his her bare back with his hand and he goes oh good he says it worse than that but no yeah <laughs> um and we see the like the shirt kind of get thrown out onto behind the van and um and now we're in the tiniest little airplane in the world yeah we got more training going on whatever <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, she gets called out of school again. It's like, I don't know if this is a common thing, but my friend also had this in their high school. Where, like, there was just someone who ran tech that was constantly getting pulled out of class to fix mm-hmm. tech problems throughout the school. Like a baby IT developer. And that's what Clarice is. But the yeah. tech problems are bigger. She's getting pulled out of class because they found a body in West Virginia in a lake. Uh, the body was in water for a week. And they're like, hey, it's totally Buffalo Bill. <laughs> yeah, by the way. And so we learn some more of his MO, which is that he keeps them alive for exactly three days, like no longer, no shorter. And all of the mutilation of their bodies is done post-death, like meaning there was no torture while they were alive, no rape while they were alive. Like all of the skin cutting happens post-mortem. Not saying that's any better or worse, but... No, it's just what's up. (laughs) Yeah. It's and then intel. he dumps them in a lake, but a different lake each time. And it's always, which I think this was also like a Ted Bundy thing. Like where the bodies are found are always far from where they were taken from. I don't remember. That's yeah. some, I'm getting my serial killers confused, but. Um, but there's like this, this particular one is notable because it's the first victim, but the third they found because the victims always kind of like wash up somewhere, but this body was weighted down. Yeah. And he only took the care to do that with the first one. Yeah, so they're like, right, they're like, we don't know what's up with that. Oh, but he, Jack asks Clarice to put together a profile based on Mm. it. And she's like, okay, well, like, she gives like a bunch of details. Like, this is probably someone who's like in their 30s. Like, they're not super like rash or impulsive. Like, they're very precise. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, serial killers tend to kill within their own ethnic group. So it's probably a white man. Like, a bunch of different things. And then she's like, I don't, but she's like, he's going to keep killing. He has a taste for it now. And he's getting better at yeah. like hiding it because like the weighted rocks seem to indicate like, that's like a, you know, like an amateur move maybe. And she is like picking up on, cause obviously all they've talked about is Buffalo Bill. 
and she's like so you definitely sent me to talk to hannibal with the agenda of like getting his help on finding buffalo bill like i just wish like you would have told me that's what was going on instead of like using me like this weird pawn sort of thing but what crawford says to her is like if you had known you were going in with an agenda he would have known you were going in with an agenda so he had to like not tell you or else he would have known like if you don't know he can't know kind of thing right no exactly and it's like one of those things where it's like it feels like a disrespect thing but she's kind of like she kind of is like knows when it sucks and when it doesn't she's like All right because right, that's true yeah right exactly it's like, like he would have looked at her and been like oh you're here to x y and z but if she doesn't know he can't get anything out of her <laughs> yeah exactly he's psychic <laughs> yeah it's like you said um oh my god and so then they go to like a funeral home i think which is where the body is and like a million police officers are there like simply at least 13 of these fucking guys and all men and a hush falls over the crowd when clarice walks in oh, yeah. and then crawford does the most annoying shit ever he goes like whoever the head of police is there like the big dog and he's like let's talk about this in private and they both like pointedly look at clarice and i'm like this is her job yeah and it's he's like this you know these sex crimes they have aspects and i'm like uh-huh mustn't talk about it in front of a lady i'm like yeah. this bitch got jizz thrown in her face two days ago like, yeah, literally he's like the sex crime that you've already spoken to her about that also isn't like a sex crime i mean it is but it's very <gasps> weird yeah very frustrating and he really is so on he like literally it's like his eyes are going back and forth it's like wah, 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 you know <laughs> And then once more, the briefest of brief flashbacks were at a funeral. It's her dad's funeral. Her dad is dead. Back to the present. That's it. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, isn't that sad? And it's like, yeah, dude. Yep. Um, and oh my God. So Clarice, never to be bested, is in this room. There's like 800 men, cops, screaming and yelling and making coffee and being like, and Jack's giving, on the phone. It's giving like um, the curious case of Natalia Grace when the lawyer's like, do me a favor, put that donut down. Put that donut down. <laughs> because so Jack's on the phone. He's like, yes, I'm in West Virginia. Uh, hello. Like he can't, the person, he's like screaming so the other person can hear him. And she just goes, excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. And they all stop and they look at her and she's tiny. And they're like, yeah. you know. And she's like, you know, I know you did your very best for young Catherine or this girl. It's not Catherine. She's like, That's and I think man. her family really appreciates all the work you've done and blah, blah, blah. And it basically boils down to very her very politely being, could you please get the fuck out? Thanks. Yeah, she's like, we've got it from here. Like, thank you for your time. Yeah, and they kind and of they stand listen, there and she's like, but they Thanks. get out. Yeah, they do. They, they fucking do. I mean, they're very like hesitant about it, but they leave. Oh, they leave. Because she just like kind of doesn't back down. She like, you know, holds yeah. her posture and everything. Like, I'll then, wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just see Jack Crawford on the phone being like, yes, anyway, here I am. I'm here in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Um, oh, God. And so they go to examine the body and they do that little anti-stink cream under the nose. Mm -hmm. And it's um, great because they don't show us her body for like a very long time. It's that thing where they show us everyone reacting to her body. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she's fucked up yeah it's really bad I've, like all these like older men who are like the coroners and whoever the fuck are like oh dear god you know yeah horrified and clarice is like turned around she's like messing with like the fingerprinting paint and jack's like clarice and she's like oh god and like at first she's just describing the state of the body also before we see it um and it's just it's all 
She's all messed up. Um, <laughs> she's all, they're she's all, all messed, messed up. up. And then they um, are like looking in her mouth and they see something in her throat. So they get this big old pair of tweezers and pull out this giant like bug cocoon. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Clarice is the one who, and it's like, they're taking like dental like photos and she looks at the printout and she's like, there's fucking something in there. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, leaves get in there. She's like, no, there's something in there. Like no man knows how to do their right. job. And Clarice like, knows how to do everybody's fucking job. They're like, hmm, okay, let's deal with that later. So they flip her over and she's got a lot of skin removed from her backside. And they're in these large like diamond shades, like very obviously intentional. Right, right um it's also like clarice gets like a little choked up i mean she's also probably just like terrified because i right. would be hello it's her first dead body we were assuming well and it's like yeah, a really dead body <laughs> it's so dead and so maimed um but it's like one of those things where it's like people always talk about like ripley with the child and alien mm -hmm. or aliens and it's like it's nice that like she gets to do some things that are like stereotypical woman things like she gets to have empathy but it doesn't weaken her and it just makes right. me happy and because like all the men around her too are just like oh like gagging <laughs> at the body like it's yeah, not just like, her it's like this is a right 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 she's not like up. oh she's just like wow that upsets me as a human and all these men are like oh ye god <laughs> yes <laughs> they get the vapors uh, can i get the vapors <laughs> so she takes them off they put it in like a little tube and she like pours like formaldehyde or some shit in there um and i guess just takes it home with her yeah she brings it to these bug guys <laughs> they're like playing checkers with beetles and everything but like they're her friends i think yeah can only be described as fucking nerds Literally. like their job is bugs so she's showing they're them the cocoons and they're like really excited to be helping in a murder case like yeah. is this the serial killer and she's like i can't tell you that <laughs> And they're like, oh my god. That means it totally is. Yeah. Oh, I skipped something so important, which is we were talking about, where it was like, how did a gay man not write this? Jack uh -huh. has a soul. Right. They're in the car on the way home, and Jack's like asleep, like slumped over in the front yeah. passenger seat, kind of. And he's like, hey, before, like, when I was totally being a misogynist, I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. And I was like, no way a straight man wrote this. No offense. Literally. Straight man listening, but... <laughs> no it's true hey it's true didn't expect get it. over it <laughs> no um because he's like oh i didn't mean anything by it you know it's just like so i could get rid of him and everything whatever and clarice is like yeah but you set the example and he's like, and he's oh, like oh that's a really good point i will change yeah. my behavior in the future and i'm like this is the most unrealistic part of this whole fucking movie <laughs> yeah. oh god i love him though um oh my god but yeah so the little like library dwelling bug freaks are like explaining in oh my god not even a single layman's term what's up with this bug they're like yeah. saying all this shit and then while the one bug guy who's my favorite bug guy because he doesn't do what this other one's about to do <laughs> is like explaining things and cutting it open and goo's coming out and it's kind of yucky the other one is like hey clarice what are you doing you're not getting bugs out of dead girls and she's like i go to school and he's like you ever go to the bar for a cheeseburger and she's like but it's cute because she's like are you hitting on me doctor and he's like yeah and the other one's like anyway <laughs> just everywhere she goes a man is hitting on her Constantly. which is like shock I don't, not shocking but exhausting yeah um and like at, le at the very least this one she's like haha fuck you which is nice yeah. um but glasses friend which is the one that's not being a creep uh swoops in to save the day and is like okay something weird here yeah, back to the bugs 
Yeah. This is a moth that is native to Asia. It's a death uh, moth, mind you. A, yeah, a, a death's head moth. They like, <laughs> and he like cuts open, he like makes a little incision and like lifts up a flap of the cocoon and it looks like a skull. And the, yeah. this is the thing you see on all the DVD covers mm -hmm. and shit. The moth. Um, over the mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, moth mouth. Sorry. <laughs> um, but they're like, yeah, like you can't really, like you can't find these. You would have to like very specifically import like the eggs and like raise them. And, and care so, for them and like love them. Like yeah, he's like someone loved, loved this moth. Um, and then we smash cut to the person who loved that moth, um, which is Lots someone who is just, just buck ass naked at a sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, he's always nudie. <laughs> Truly, no clothes on this person for a fucking naked second. Buffalo Bill. Naked Buffalo Bill. And he's always. always singing a little song. I love him. Regrettably, uh, he's so me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no. I okay. We're gonna. When get he's into like it. getting ready and singing and dancing, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's yeah. I, okay, I love Buffalo Bill. I'm gonna say me it too. Right now. Me too. I'm so sorry. We're gay. Um, what do you expect? Yeah, it's like you kind of transcode this person. They're my best friend. Sorry, yep. love them. And I'm going to be annoying about it. I am going to they them Buffalo Bill sometimes so I can feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then we see Precious running around, which is Buffalo Bill's little like fluffy dog. Poodly poop poop Precious. Poodly poop poop Precious. I am Precious is running around and I just have written down, which I don't know why this is striking me as so funny, but I have written, she really is in a whole well because Catherine Martin is literally down a fucking well. Yeah, I don't know how he got a well in his house, but <laughs> she's down there. Um, and then we cut to a news, a news report that all the Quantico students are watching where they're like, so like recent like victim, like she's missing. We, we don't know if she's dead. Yeah. Um, missing person, Catherine Martin is like presumed to have been taken by Buffalo Bill. I think. Yes. They do make that connection. And, um, she's the daughter, the daughter, 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 sorry. No, I liked it. But okay, so Senator Ruth Martin. Oh, that's why I did daughter. Uh, the daughter <laughs> oh, of Senator Ruth see, Martin, yeah. uh, Catherine Martin, is a recent Buffalo Bill victim slash kidnapping victim. And the senator like goes on to like make a plea. And it's so funny because I have such vivid memories of Catherine Martin being down the well, being like, I'm going to kill your fucking dog, like screaming, like you bitch, get back here and stuff yeah. like that. And so she's like, she's very gentle and kind. And I was like, <laughs> okay gentle and she um, wants to be <laughs> uh but she's like talk to her like you'll understand she's like you have the chance to show the world that you can be like merciful as well as strong like treat my Catherine better than the world has treated you and they're like oh this woman's a fucking genius and yeah like are, she's good yeah the students are commenting like she's like you know clearly been like you know like hostage negotiations prepped um, and she's repeating her name a lot mm -hmm. so that um, Catherine will seem like a person in his eyes. Which that was a trick I learned from Grey's Anatomy from the shooter episode when oh. April is like, my name is April Kemper. Like my dad's name is blah, blah, blah. I grew up in blah, blah, blah. And he doesn't yeah, shoot her. There you go. Got him. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Grey's Anatomy all over the place. So Clarice goes straight back to talk to Hannibal and tells him like if you help us catch buffalo bill before this girl dies like you're gonna get transferred somewhere way nicer it's on like a fucking island it's like a resort it's like white lotus the senator said so you're gonna <laughs> love it there's a beach yeah she's like you get to swim for an hour yeah <laughs> guarded by a swat team 
but hey. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, that is so interesting. What's your worst memory of childhood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he establishes. It's so funny, too, because he yells at her for making a segue of, like, whatever, like, clumsy segue yeah. she makes when she meets him. And then she's like, there are turns that nest on the beach, which unearthed su- just now unearthed such a fucking deep-seated uh whose line is it anyway memory Was which it i'm not a gonna turn an arctic <laughs> turn an arctic turn and what sound Backstreet do they boys. make Backstreet boys. <laughs> yeah <Thank> come on <laughs> this i'm not fucking playing around <laughs> an arctic turn Backstreet Backstreet boys. Boys. <laughs> you come in here thinking i won't know an obscure whose line is it anyway reference what do you like- take me for <laughs> Because it was, I was like, why the fuck did turn like spark An something? Turn. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. <Backstreet> anyway. <laughs> yeah. So worst memory of childhood. <laughs> yeah, he makes the, he makes this very clumsy segue where he's like, ah, uh, yes, turns and turns it shall be between the two of us. Quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> it was like he had to like figure out how to get the line in there. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna say something so cool in Latin. <laughs> But he's like, I will give you like information and like I'll help you if you tell me shit about yourself because he they told to you not to so do that. much. <laughs> yeah. He's like so bored. He's like, I want to make a friend. And so she tells him the worst memory of her childhood is her dad dying, which makes sense. We get the horrifying detail. He was like shot on the job, but then he lived for like a month after yeah. and then died, which Awful. is horrible. And her mom was already dead. She died when she was 10 um yeah so she was like completely orphaned and she's like my dad was my whole world and then i had nothing and he again with one of his famous segues he's like hmm, so sad was this victim <laughs> a big fat fatty <laughs> what exactly he says, what he says is was she large and she's like no. oh yeah <laughs> i'm like what he on. says new fat phobia unlocked he went roomy i was like ouch <laughs> Rumi, what do you mean? There's hardly room for anything. I'm so fucking big. God, sorry. Was she Rumi? I'm like, what, what do you she mean? Roomy? No, that's the wrong word you're using. Anyway. No, she was tight. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. So she's like, yeah, she was Rumi as hell. Um, and he continues to ask, was there something in her throat? Oh, no, he, <laughs> sorry. She tells him, like, yeah, and there was something in her throat. And he says, was it a butterfly? And she's like, close, it was a moth. Yeah, she's like, not not actually, you fucking idiot. Wrong. <laughs> um, But she's kind of like, she's she catches onto this and she's like, yeah, by the way, about this fucking head in your closet. Oh, yeah, um, she goes straight with, you know, there's no, I'm going to say a word I don't like to say, but it's a direct quote. She says, you know, there's no correlation between transsexuals and violence. And I'm like, okay, purr. Yeah, literally. Word, I was purr. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, don't say it like that, but it's 91. So, all right. It's what they said. Apologies. It's also funny. She's like, they're very passive. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, puppies? Um, but I, I forgot about that. I, like, I didn't think Clarice was going to be for the girls, but she was. She and it made is. me happy. I mean, she really is for the girls. She is for the girls. She and Ardelia are married. I'm sorry. So she's like, don't give me any of that shit. Yeah, she's like, don't be fucking transphobic to me right now. And he's like, no, no. Heard. <laughs> and he's like, your shoes are still ugly and I hate you. Um, you're tacky and I hate you're tacky you. tacky and I hate anyway, you. Anyway, back to your childhood. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, and the moth symbolizes change. Anyway, what happened after your dad died and you had no mom, huh? And you know what happened? She lived on a sheep farm. She did. And you know what they call baby sheep? Lance. I don't know. I've never heard of that. <laughs> did he make you give head? Yeah, so... She's... I don't remember that. I just have that written down. <laughs> no, no, I know. Because I was also like, hey, are you fucking kidding? She, uh, Felicio, she showed it to me or whatever. So no head? He's going to give it. Yeah, so no head. <laughs> She, he's like, so you lived on this ranch for how long? And she's like, two months. And he's like, huh? <laughs> I don't think even that. He's like, uh, and then what after the ranch? And she's like, well, I tried to run away anyway. And he's like, no, 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 no. Why'd you run away? And she's like, don't worry about it. And he went, did the rancher make you perform fellatio? Was he a rapist? Like, And she's like, next like, question. Oh. <laughs> she's like, no, he was a nice man anyway. What are you talking about with this fucking moth? And then we're back to the Buffalo Bill business. I'm going to say the word I don't like saying again, but um, Hannibal says that Bill isn't a real transsexual. He just tries to be, yeah. which is very interesting. And I'm like, not for nothing. Based on what we see, it's possible that this person just is also trans. Yeah, like you can be two things at once. Yeah, but the whole thing is that the 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 gender, like peace is like a manifestation of the fact that um they like 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 he hates himself because of years right. of systemic abuse yeah and then like we cut to frederick chilton on a listening device like adjusting his little earbuds right and this is i think from some other detail i think it's from red dragon but i was like is chilton implicated in this because chilton is like very clearly treating his patients with no ethics yes because that's the little TV from earlier is like a televangelist. And when Clarice leaves, they turn the sound up to punish him. It's not oh, just the yes. pictures. It's also the fucking televangelist or whatever the fuck. But the but discussion know, about just... Buffalo Bill's gender expression and identity is like kind of relevant to the case. Because I think Hannibal provides this information that there's very few places in the area that perform any kind of gender reassignment surgery. Or there's a different word for it. Gender confirmation surgery. Gender confirmation surgery. Thank you. Anything. And that he's probably living near one of those facilities, which like narrows oh, down the search a little bit. Right. Oh my God. And then we cut to ding, ding, ding. Another fucking iconic line that I'm not gonna be able to say without stuttering. Um, yes. But we cut to um, Catherine down the well and Buffalo Bill looming over the edge going, it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Period King sorry um, no <laughs> you're right guy, but he says such cunty things I, i'm sorry like, if you didn't want me to like him don't make him gay or don't make him say shit like that don't make them cool i'm sorry don't make them look so cute don't give him like a sexy little nipple piercing don't give him all the good lines like yeah and like the good the the venus necklace the venus um, sculpture necklace. Um, i was like oh i'm sorry that's my best friend i hate I'm you. trying my best so Catherine is in the well, like pleading for her life, and he's getting upset over this. Like he doesn't like her making him feel bad, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like he's like struggling with the empathy, and mm. she's like, "I want to see my mommy, like please." And he just he does goes, not like Put that. The fucking lotion in the basket because he's doing the it thing to distance himself from it being a person, and yes, then like the, when like, he has it to rubs even acknowledge the lotion on her. Skin. Yeah, it's not even like you do this. It's like it is going to do mm -hmm. this. Like it's like this completely disconnect and then it's put the fucking lotion in the basket. It's so good. Don't give them empathy if you don't want me to like them. I don't know. do it. And then she notices on like the walls of the well, there's like <gasps> bloody claw marks with fingernails like stuck inside, giving her the information that like this has happened many times before. And obviously these people did not get out. 
So she's horrified by it, starts screaming even more. And then he starts like mocking her screams, which is always, that's the scariest shit to me in movies. Like he's just like, like making fun of her. Oh my God. (gasps) And it's almost like there's like a disconnect where it's kind of like, you know what I'm going to do right now? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Ah! it's like oh i can scream too (laughs) frederick chilton is in hannibal still like lying on his cot being a little bitch he's like oh yeah he's like teehee because they have they have hannibal on his little hand cart that he's Mm -hmm. always on because like i get it he's so dangerous if you let him have his legs free he'll just like kick somebody to death but it's like he can't walk come on (laughs) um but he's like, he's literally has his like little feet kicked up and he's like, I heard they gave you a deal with the Senator. Guess what? Guess what? It's not real. You got scammed. Ha 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 He's like, there's no deal with Senator Martin, except there is now because I made one. So you better do what I say because I'm your best friend. <laughs> literally. He's like, I'm smarter than you and I love you. Ha ha ha. Just tell kidding. me who Fuck Buffalo you. Bill is, please. Literally. He's so pathetic. I, oh God, I hate him. But um, it works because, well, okay, in like a roundabout, like Hannibal Lecter way, it works because he's right. like, okay, his first name is Lewis. That's not fucking true. <laughs> yeah, which like if you had any skills as a doctor, you would know that's fucking bullshit. Right. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have a deal for you. Instead of going to this island that isn't a real promise anyway, but still, it's the FBI. You never know. Yeah. I talked to a senator personally, me, biggest asshole you know. She told like, me to tell you <laughs> that, like, you can come to Tennessee instead. And I'm like, okay. You're going to love Nashville. <laughs> um, But but also okay this is the thing and it's like it's because i have like 2020 hindsight other media knowledge but he's like barney go outside and barney's like oh god like you see barney just being like this is a bad idea i don't know for whom but for somebody and as barney walks out hannibal goes barney and i'm like okay like if the serial killer is afraid that man's abusing his patients yep anyway it's also funny though because he is looking at that fucking pen let me tell you (laughs) He loves that pen. Hold that thought. Not for any reason. But it's like so embarrassing how bad Chilton wants to break the case. He's like, tell me his name, please, please, or I'll kill you, but please. And he's like, you can have the last name. If you bring me directly to the senator, I'm going to tell her face to face in Tennessee. And that's how you're going to get it. And he's like, fine. Man just really wanted to go to Memphis. He wanted to go to Graceland. He loves Elvis. Literally. <laughs> They're transferring Dr. Lecter to Memphis, and the senator is pissed about the fake deal that Clarice and Crawford lied to Hannibal about. So they have taken Crawford off the case and are assigning it to someone else. They're like, fuck you, you're not doing this anymore. Paul Krendler. And like, what a shame for her, because now she has to negotiate with this fucking asshole. I know. Um, And like, not Lecter even, I'd like fucking Chilton. Yeah. Um, But so she's walking up and she's got her people... And she kind of like pauses them and goes a little closer herself, which I was very impressed with her for. But that's the thing. Like Hannibal's scary, but he's like not horrible to talk to. He's like, hey, what's up? Well, and then he is horrible to talk to. Especially right actually. now, he's strapped like this fucking like upright stretcher, like arm strapped down, leg strapped down. He's got like a muzzle on. Mask, yeah, yeah. It's like a mask with like little bars over his mouth so he can yeah. like, talk kind of. And he's like, nose is all squished. <laughs> um and like uh we've already established that the pen is gone but like the pen is for sure really gone now because chilton is like gonna sign the transfer papers and he's like patting his little pocket and i have written down where's your pen you silly cunt 
And he's like, I can't find my pen. Oh, well, I'm not worried about that. There's nobody dangerous who could have it and want to do something with it. Yeah, like there was like, no, I wasn't sticking it in my mouth in anyone's bedroom recently. Like, like, and it's not like a Bic pen, you know, it's like a it's metal, like a metal pen. like, yeah, fountain pen. Oh, it's like a real pen. asshole. Um, but okay, so they they wheel Hannibal up towards the senator, and um, and oh my god, and Hannibal's so smart because he's like. I'm like so sorry that Clarice Starling and Jack Crawford, that asshole, wasted your time. Yep. Um, which is good to just like plant the seeds of like get these people away from me. Um and he's like, I'm not gonna like try to negotiate with you. I don't want to waste Catherine's time. Mm-hmm. Like, I trust you, let me help you now. And then like once it's all said and done, like I trust you'll give me good terms, like I don't care about petty privileges, like I wanna help. And it's like, okay. And then he's like Anyway, how your nipples doing? <laughs> yeah, because he tells her he's like his real name is Lewis Friend. He was referred to me by a patient, and get this, they were lovers in a gay way. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, did you breastfeed Catherine? <laughs> and she's like, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. And she's like, no, whatever. Yeah, I did. And he's <laughs> and like, what if I did? your nipples up, huh? And she's like, oh. <laughs> And he's like, anyway, sometimes when you cut off someone's leg, they can still feel the leg. When your daughter's dead, you think you're going to feel in your nips, Ruth? Like, okay. And she's like, all right, I'm not. This is no. So she starts to walk away. But as she's leaving, he starts like screaming like so fast, a bunch of like identifying information about Lewis. And it's like, write that down, write that down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's like, like five, 10, 180 pounds. <laughs> he's like, I'll let you know if I think of anything else. By the way, love the suit like i'm sorry yes. you can't tell me he's not gay no that's a gay he's thing gay to do. that's a gay thing to do and if he's not really gay he's pretending to be gay to freak people out which yes. is hilarious <laughs> and a gay thing to do like, so you know what would really scare these people if i was a bit fruity <laughs> literally <laughs> sorry if last night got a bit fruity <laughs> this all goes down frederick chilton is outside taking interviews nearly leaks bill's real name yeah <laughs> and it's like and buffalo bill like f- also known as in jail Something. soon <laughs> so embarrassing um and he's like being such a dickhole that clarice mm-hmm. is literally able to just walk past him into the hospital at tennessee she just walks by so she's taking the elevator up and she's like trying to work on figuring out more anagrams based on yeah. things he said like using lewis friend she's trying to figure it out because this bitch loves an anagram um and she enters his like floor he's on the fifth floor and he's in this like he's in a cage just like in the cage time (laughs) big cage like in the middle of the room it's like very it's like a gymnasium kind of it's really eerie it's a really good motif yeah it's scary so she comes up and she's brought some of his drawings to him she says while you're waiting for your view and he's like kind of pissed at her about lying to him <laughs> yeah, about the mad. senator but he's like thanks for my drawings i guess <laughs> yeah and then she also she, he's like i guess crawford sent you and she's like no i came because i wanted to and he's like really, really? <laughs> um you mean it no you know what he actually fucking says he goes people will say we're in love it's like i don't think so but okay <laughs> they sure will in the next movie <laughs> yeah they will he's like by the time you're julianne moore whew, <laughs> may december <laughs> yeah, there you go but he's uh i have written down you fooled me which isn't exactly what he says but he's mm-hmm. like nice oh he's like nice touch he says anthrax island i don't know what that all means nope 
right but over my head. she's like, yeah. And he's like, good night. Good one. Nice. Um, and she's like, by the way, fuck you. Your anagrams are showing. Yeah. She just really, she's like, Lewis friend, iron sulfite, also known as fool's gold. And I'm like, why are we going so fucking fast? And then he's like, I want to hear more about the ranch. And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, you're running out of time to save Catherine. So you better tell me about the fucking ranch. Even though it seems like based on what he just said to her, he kind of already knows. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh my God, he's so funny. She's like, no, I need you to tell me what's going on. He's like, well, if you just read the case file, like yeah. you could figure it out, you stupid bitch. Like, oh my God. And so, okay, sorry. He does one of his things. Um, he's like, you have to tell me about the ranch, but he like gives her a minute first. He's like, so what does this guy do? And she's like all choked up and she's like, well, he kills women. He goes, no, <laughs> that's incidental. Like he says everything so angry and so gay. Yeah. But then he's like, no ranch time, ranch time. So he's like, he wants to get into why she ran away from the ranch. Cause she was only there for such a short period of time. And she tells him she woke up one night and heard like a really strange noise and it was screaming and she thought it was like maybe a child screaming. So she went to investigate the source of the noise and she peeked into the barn and she saw that the sound was coming from lambs and the lambs were being slaughtered and screaming. And she like felt this urge within her to free all of the lambs. And she opened the gate as this big like heroic gesture of like, go be free but none of the lambs left. They all just stood there because they had been trained to not leave. So they don't leave even when the gate is open. And this like, not drove her crazy, but this was just like so frustrating and unbelievable to her. And she was trying to save all the lambs. She was like, if I save just one lamb, like this will all, that's all that matters. If I can just save one. But she was like a little girl and she was trying to like pick up these lambs and she couldn't carry them. Yeah, she's like, and she was like, you know, and I had no food and no water and it was very cold. Like, you see her getting like lost in the memory mm -hmm. and everything. And she she does, she like picks one up and brings it with her a, a little ways. And she's like, but he was so heavy. Mm -hmm. And like, she had to leave it, you know? And she didn't get very far before she got picked up by a state trooper. And she's like, and the rancher was so angry. He sent me to the Bozeman orphanage. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's your family. It's her family, I think. And she talks about how like at night she can sometimes still hear the screaming of the lambs and Hannibal's like, maybe it'll stop if you can save Catherine. And just like, <sighs> cause like it would be so fucking hokey and cheesy if right then he was like, then maybe you will hear the silence of the lambs, you know? Right, but, like, right, right. The implication of it is like, you're like, oh. Right, exactly. God, and he's like, do you think like that's gonna help? And she's like, I don't know, I don't know. And he goes, thank you, Clarice. Thank you. And like, not for nothing, it's giving they had sex. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and she's like, okay, sick. Now tell me this guy's name. And right at that moment, Dr. Chilton busts in to kick her out. And it's like, bro, you both yeah. want this. You have a common goal, or at least you should, you know? Yeah. It's like, she did what you asked. Yep. Um, and they have this whole conversation before Chilton shows up. And so she's like, tell me the name. And he's like, Dr. Chilton, I presume. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but it's it's this he gets in the thing like he kills women he's like no that conversation continues and he's like what needs to see serve and she's kind of taking guesses and he's like no like it's not anger it's not like feeling ostracized so he goes he covets um and then they get into the quid pro quo but he's like but like how do we start coveting like do you choose it and she's like well no he's like you covet what you see every day mm -hmm. she's like yeah 
and he's like ranch and she's like okay but that comes up later which is why i'm segueing back to talk about it um but as she, they get her like halfway to the door the security and he's like your case file miss starling and she like busts out of their arms and runs and grabs it because like she, she knows something's in there and he like rubs the back of her hand with one of his fingers as she's taking it and it's just like she got the cheese touch <laughs> the cheese <laughs> Okay, so then he's sitting in his little prison listening to the Goldberg variations. Oh, boy. Um, and he's, like, sitting behind, like, a little privacy screen, just, like, on a stool. I thought he was pooping, but he's Me just too. chilling back there. Um, and he has this, like, gorgeously rendered portrait of Clarice, like, as, like, the Mother Mary holding a lamb. And it's like, yeah. mm, how oh, are you boy. feeling about all this, doctor? Feeling pretty normal? <laughs> um... But, like, don't worry, because, um, like, by, like, outing himself as a little bit of a freak, he's about to take back so much authority over the situation. Um, they come in, and one of the, uh, the guards is like, this motherfucker demanded a second dinner, little hobbit ass. And, like, why did you bring him one? Yeah, why'd you guys say yes? (laughs) Right, and specifically what he demanded was lamb chop rare and i'm like you're bringing this guy lamb like i would get arrested cooked to order are you kidding like what the fuck is going on here um and so oh my god i fucking love how the guards talk the guys he's like all right grab some floor doc Mm -hmm. (laughs) he sits down well but before he emerges from the privacy screen he has the pen clip like in his mouth in between his teeth kind of and then we see yeah, it when he right. stands up he's put it like in between two of his fingers he's so like, you can't it see like it. the magicians do yes kinda. it's great uh so he sits down and he sticks his uh like wrist behind the bars to get handcuffed um and <laughs> uh they bring the dinner in and he's like mind the drawings please so yeah. the you know the guard like puts the tray down rolls up the drawings and if I may, um, what what proceeds next is, if you uh, take my word for it, is cuff slam, face bite, own mace, crowbar smash. No, precisely. Because the moment they put the handcuffs on him, he starts picking the lock. And I'm like, um, guys, <laughs> like they just cuff him and just don't look at him again. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. he's right behind you, isn't he? It seems pretty unsafe. And it is pretty unsafe because he takes the handcuffs off cuffs one of the cops bites the other in the face yeah he it's so great he like literally it's like in fucking now you see me one of the magicians like slaps his wrists on the table and the handcuffs pop off onto fucking mark <laughs> ruffalo's wrists it's incredible it's giving that and then he maces the cop with his own mm-hmm. mace and then he turns around to the cop he cuffed and just like wails on him with the police baton that's what it is why did i say crowbar eh, close enough Oh god, and then you see the lamb cut on the floor and it's like mm-hmm. all bloody because it's rare and then the cop is all bloody because he's fucking dead. Yeah, the face bite um, cop is like you hear him like dragging oh, himself away. Yeah. And Hannibal gets a knife. I don't know from where. I guess from one of the cops. But he's got a yeah, fucking knife. Yeah, he's like a little pocket knife. 
Oh my god, though, but so then he, like, he's like, he he takes the pocket knife from the one cop, and then he just stands over the tape recorder and, like, conducts a little bit. And oh, yeah. Little, like, you know, come to Jesus, where he's, like, looking up a little bit, and they use that oh, still yeah, a lot. Oh, he's got, like, blood smeared oh, all down his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and then like he's like it's it's uh like Officer Pembry is one of, is the mm-hmm. guard that he bit the face, and now as Pembry's like dragging himself away, he goes ready whenever you are, Pembry, and like whips the knife out and walks out. Uh oh, if I may. <laughs> and so we're downstairs with the rest of the cops, and they notice because the elevator is one of those old timey like hotel ones where the dial like moves across the numbers so you can see what floor it's on, and the dial starts moving to five, and they're like what the fuck because that's the floor that the prisoner is on so they would yeah. know if anybody was on their way up or down so like, like shit that's not good man ever yeah yeah one of the guys goes what is this shit <laughs> which like that's i would just be pissed i'd be like i'm leaving i don't want to yeah, no deal with this. come on <laughs> no no um... and then worse they hear shots fired and worse i don't know why this would be worse but additionally they see the elevator has stopped on floor three and they're like fuck we gotta deal with this because they're like who's going up to Lecter? like there's already people up there and then they're mm-hmm. like why is it coming back down yeah right <laughs> um so oh my god this guy gets on the fucking horn and he's like get me an ambulance double quick it's amazing yeah. <laughs> oh so they go up to the fifth floor because they're like well let's just see what's going on up there yeah and whatever the guard that's not pembry is like strung up on the wall like the death moth like with his legs all cocooned up because for whatever reason they have put a little pennant around Lecter's cage just for funsies um so he strings them up like the moth and yeah he seems to be like kind of flayed out almost it's very Very, disturbing yeah very nasty yeah yucky yucky scary um very effective (laughs) um so the other officer is down like laid out on the floor and they're like hmm there should be a third fucking guy in here where is hannibal lecter so one of the cops goes to the officer who's down and he's like you're gonna be okay like we've got an ambulance we're gonna take care of you he's like very broken yeah he's like you look good he does not no he looks real bad he looks like blood looking very good he looks like blood exactly um his whole face is also fucked up his whole face is blood <laughs> he got so bit in the whole face he got bit in like a clean line around his entire face yeah and don't worry about that or don't nothing. worry that's normal it'll happen i have another one of my brilliant word association things which is that they're in the elevator with pembry and or at least i think they're in there with pembry mm-hmm. they're in an elevator he's on the and- stretcher yeah 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 and they're like talking and they're like what's going on right now and if i may blood drip elevator ceiling blood drip elevator ceiling much (laughs) how i woke up on saturday morning water (laughs) dripping onto my forehead from my ceiling yeah no fucking kidding um and so they're like hmm this does not bode well does it it's like it's so frustrating because like they're being so smart so like oh shit there's blood dripping from the ceiling but the cop like plays it cool and he's yeah, like they yeah. wait till the elevator reaches destination everybody gets off except for him and one other guy and he like whispers he's on the roof of the elevator to like try and not play their hand you know right because they're like they're like hey like he's on the second floor right and they're like oh shit he's totally not and he's like yes exactly that's where he is and that's where we're all gonna go and we're not gonna stay here and look for him on the roof of the elevator okay <laughs> and they like stick a little mirror up to see if he's down there yeah up and, there and he is and there is 
And so these two cops, they like fire a warning shot. Nothing happens. They fire a shot like in his leg through his thigh and you see it like out and like, yeah, no he response. just takes it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, like okay. Um, and so they're like, okay, we're going to go down there. And I'm like, they're going to get killed because wow. And I was like, so impressed with him. And then I went, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Indeed. Because now we are in the ambulance with who appears to be Officer Pembry on the stretcher. They've like wrapped his face in a towel, uh, but he sits up, takes the towel off, and then takes his whole face off because it's Hannibal Lecter's face under that face. <laughs> like, dude, it's are you I mean, like, kidding? It bothers me because I'm like, how the fuck did they not notice that there was a different <laughs> face on his face? You're like that the hair was like standing up. Right. But I will allow it because that's so scary. You gotta love him for it, dude. That's brilliant. I'll allow it. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, come on. And then like the pressure is already very high. We're freaking out. The music is going crazy. And then our dealie is like fucking booking it down the hall. She's yes. like, okay, I am very concerned right now, Clarice. Right. Like, you're about to get fucking murdered and she's like i don't know how to tell you this but i'm not worried because yeah. if he killed me he would think it was very rude right and like, he's like, not coming for me uh -huh. don't worry it's so funny she's like anyway back to my patterns and clues and anagrams <laughs> oh my god and so if we haven't had enough like skin horror we have like the briefest cut in the world to buffalo bill in their basement working on their outfit made of human skin mm -hmm. um and jonathan demi is so kind as to just give us the closest up shot ever of someone trying to put skin through a sewing machine yeah and it looks so <laughs> real and i sat there going ah like just, you ever have to scream to, to cope i yep. sometimes i have to yell through some of the gore and that's what i did i just sat there going oh god <laughs> and it didn't help <laughs> so clarice has come to the conclusion that the first victim had to be someone that Buffalo Bill knew. Cause it's a whole thing about um, like- You covet the thing you see every day. Exactly. So it's like someone that he was close to like proximity wise or emotion wise. So she goes to his very first victim's house and is like going through her room, looking at, she's got this music box with like nudie pictures hidden in it. Like not nudie, but like lingerie pictures hidden in it. Um, and it's like so funny because the dad is like, I mean, the cops have been through every fucking inch of that room, but it's like Clarice is a woman. She knows where the yeah. fucking Polaroids you go. You hide the nudes in the music box. <laughs> Classic. Um, she also, she seems to be, she was like a designer of some kind, like a clothing designer or a sewer, seamstress, what have you. And so she's got this mannequin and measuring tapes and she opens up her closet and she sees she's got sewing patterns inside of her closet and they're in like the shape of diamonds, the same exact shape that the flesh was cut off of the victim. It's like fucking chilling, dude. And so she comes to the realization that he's making a dress out of women, which like we kind of already knew that, but it's fun to see her figure that out. It is. And she calls Jack like in oh, her way, yeah. completely <laughs> breathless, saying everything so fast. And he's like, we knew that we're on the way. His name is James Gum. And I'm like, and nobody thought to tell me. <laughs> Uh, literally exactly you figure this out without me like they, this fucking movie i'm like without me literally <laughs> solving murder all by yourself beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she, she's like you're not gonna fucking believe this and like here's all this stuff and i figured out it's also cool because ardelia kind of helps her figure out what's mm -hmm. up with she's like the pattern because 
they go through the case file they're sitting on top of the laundry uh being so adorable and gay and in love <laughs> and hannibal leaves a little note and he's like seems a little too random huh and ardelia's like yeah it seems like that one that was weighted down seems kind of sus and then clarice mm-hmm. is like oh my god um and like she hannibal lectures ardelia a little bit they do the face close-ups yeah anyway He's like, we're uh, Jack Crawford's on the phone. He's like in an airplane. He's like, we're going to Calumet City outside Chicago. Woo-woo. They interviewed like caterpillars from Suriname. And so that must mean it's the moth person. And like, we're going there. And like, we cross reference like Lecter's descriptions. And it brought up James Gum. And this is his house. And we're going. Like, you stay there. Yeah, he makes like- a very good point. He's like, we're trying to get him for murder, not like kidnapping. So you need to stay there and figure out the murder part while we save this girl who's been kidnapped oh right yeah um and he's like listen like we would not be able to do this if it wasn't for you i'm not yeah like i'm not gonna forget that so he's like stay in the car but you know mostly just because you're already there you know and then we're back in the well we sure are um oh she's eating like fucking scraps which like they figured out that he picks women who are around a size 14 and then keeps them for three days and like starves them for three days so that their skin gets looser so it's easier to like it's more malleable and like easier to cut and so and yeah other terrible details right um and it's it's at this moment that Catherine is just like a fucking genius i know because bill is like having like fun time upstairs it's, it's the buffalo bill scene yeah He's got his music on. He's doing his makeup, close up on the nipple ring. He's getting ready for, I don't know. Hanging out. (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, Tuesday night. Yeah, (laughs) just having having a a good time. Dancing. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. And who among us has not looked in a mirror and said, I'd fuck me? Words of affirmation. Come on. Exactly. Like, come on at least once. Everybody's kind of like, come on. I love love this scene. (laughs) It's a great, it's fun to watch. I'm sorry. It rocks. It does. It just rocks. That fucking Venus necklace. I was shitting. Regrettably, he's eating. Yeah, like that's very feminine, baby. Don't make him cunty if I'm not supposed to think he's cool. <laughs> Literally. And like, I'm sorry, not for another, but like, this person's not trans. And then they have a fucking Venus statue necklace. I'm like, yeah, that's a woman, baby. <laughs> um. Anyway. But fantastically, the music is so loud that Catherine is able to like like fucking hog call precious into the room yes. because she's only eating scraps so it's literally like fucking like pieces of stale bread and chicken bones and she mm-hmm. ties a bone to the lotion bucket and throws it up over the edge of the well and calls precious over um and it's like so harrowing to watch because yeah. she's like hysterical screaming and she's like like doing that thing of where you it's it's the fucking pen and teller i love you dog yeah She's like, come here you little piece of shit you know um and like it seems like it almost doesn't work like the dog gets the bone but that doesn't fall down the well mm-hmm. um and then we cut away to bill being cunty and um, then he tucks and it's supposed to be scary <laughs> But it's just kind of fun. <laughs> it's just this like slow like pan out, and it's like his dick's between his legs. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. Che- like f- who who cheered? I did. I cheered. <laughs> like stop killing people, bitch. You look great. Reconsider this, queen. Like <laughs> reconsider. Why not just do all this and not murder people? <laughs> Literally, you don't need the skin suit. You're already beautiful. Just buy and, a wig. For like God's furthermore, sake, buy a wig. Furthermore, you don't need like the swastikas on your quilt. Like pick- yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Pick one L, King. 
pick one l you can't be a murderer and a nazi <laughs> pick one. Oh god i forgot about that because i was like are those swastikas and i was like probably not and then later it was swastika just like random swastikas just like a little extra like they were like hey if the gays are watching this and you think bill is cunty yes. then remember like you're gonna feel too sympathetic for him because he slays however <laughs> we mustn't forget he's a nazi me with roman Roy. so now it's time for clarice to meet frederica bimmel's friend with turf bangs um oh, yeah. so turf bang friend is important mainly because she tells clarice that there was nobody that frederica was like seeing like if there was a man or like a lover that she would have known because they were very close and they shared a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only person, like the the only person that Frederica ever did any like sewing for in like majorly besides herself was this Mrs. Lippman, who's an older mm-hmm. lady. Um, and Clarice asks for that address and she gives it to her. Yep. So this is just a great sequence of movie because we get. <sighs> Just so much cross-cutting between Clarice going to this woman's house and the FBI swarming what seems to be Buffalo Bill's house. And so we're just cutting fucking back and forth, back and forth. Um, Buffalo Bill is in his lair. (laughs) Yeah. And he hears his dog crying and he's like, hmm, what the fuck's going on there? So he goes down into the well. He sees Catherine with his dog and she's like screaming. She's like, give me a fucking phone or I'm going to kill your fucking dog. Um, and it's here where we get like poo poo precious, poo poo, poo poo poodly precious <laughs> princess, um, whatever. <laughs> and the dog is like crying. And again, like if you didn't want me to like him. Don't make me love his dog. I know. I love his dog. He goes, darling heart, are you all right? And like, they're trying to do that thing where it's like scary, scary, emotional instability. And I'm like, have you assholes seen John Wick? I haven't, but I know the whole thing about the dog. And you're like, hey, don't hurt his dog. (laughs) And to to which point he goes, don't hurt my dog. Mm -hmm. And then Catherine yells, don't make me hurt your dog. I love this dynamic. Me too. I had like a crazy moment where I see any art that I like. And I'm like, I got a riff on that. And I was like, what if there was a play? (laughs) And it was like just these two, and it's like no, that would probably be horrible. <laughs> well, my one of my favorite parts is that the actress who plays Catherine and the actor who played Buffalo Bill like got along really well, I and we're like besties on set. And I just oh, think that's fun. Like that. imagine just like screaming in a well with your best friend. <laughs> uh, what I wouldn't give, Riley. <laughs> what I wouldn't give. Throw me down a well. I'll scream at you anything. <laughs> And so outside we see the FBI like staging this like flower delivery situation to like get into the house. And I'm like, and they, oh God, they're going to blow away an old lady by accident. And they ring the doorbell, which sets off this like really loud alarm in Buffalo it's like Bill's fire basement. bell. Yes, it totally is. And so he's like, oh shit. And he's like, got to get dressed because he's fucking naked <laughs> with his Always. dick between his legs. Like and in like so- a little crop top sometimes too. Oh yeah. Come and he's on. got like sweatpants like rolled over at the waistband a few times. Like, <laughs> come on. So he's scrambling to like get dressed. The, the FBI's ringing the doorbell. His fire alarm doorbell's going off. And so he swings open his door and it's Clarice. It's not the cops. Got him, every bitch. time, every time that gets me. That's the greatest cinematic fake out in history. I I'm love sorry. that. Every time I'm like, oh, how'd she get there? Because it's so good and so dishonest in the most thrilling way because it's yes. a match. Like, it's perfect. So the situation is Clarice is at Buffalo Bill's house. The cops are at some fucking house that nobody is in. It's empty. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and like they realize they fucked up and jack goes clarice mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like yeah asshole um oh and jack so- means well She's asking him about Miss Lipman because she thinks this is Miss Lipman's house. She's like, uh, do you know her? He's like, oh, yeah, I bought this house from her. Um, like, I might have her card. Do you want to come in while I look for it? Like, so casually. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, thank you. And you're just, like, screaming at the TV. <laughs> um, and Clarice is like, yeah, I'm actually investigating, like, about Frederick Abima. Like, do you know her? And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't think. Actually, was she a great big fat person? And Clarice goes, she was a big girl yeah <laughs> was she a great big fat person and it's just like the little like slab I'm like okay fat phobic bitch these girls are giving you your dress you asshole is <laughs> she a great big fat person like he's First so excited all, to be you. mean <laughs> yeah she's a size 14. she's not a great big fat person that's not she's even the national size. average anymore that is smaller than the national average <laughs> the national average gets bigger as i get bigger fuckers <laughs> this so. is how i win this is how I win. And like, as this is going on, he's like rifling through the business card, like the 800 business cards to nowhere on his yeah. desk. And Clarice figures it out like so hard. She like suddenly can't fucking yes, breathe. Yes, because a moth flies by and it's one of those fucking right. death whatever moths. And she looks at the moth and she looks at Buffalo Bill and she like pulls her coat aside and like takes the safety off her gun. She's like, no fucking way. Yeah. And the thing that's so tragic is that she has no fucking poker face. She has a really good poker face with Hannibal Lecter, but like, I guess she has time to prep for that because she's like, he's like, oh yeah, anyway, here's the business card. And he holds it out for her to come get it. And she's like, yeah, thanks. Can I use your phone? And he's like, yeah, like lip okay. trembling, like sweat beating on her forehead. It's yeah, like, like jaw clenched so hard it's going to snap. And he's like, aha, I see what's happened here. Yeah, because he just laughs it's incredible and so she's like "Mm, fuck so she pulls her gun on him she's like put your hands behind your head like thumbs up like exactly what we hear her learning and training and he's like yeah yeah yeah, okay and then like fucking runs (laughs) i'm and i'm so sorry it's the gayest run i've ever seen he like (laughs) swoops out of frame like and i say this is someone who is running that same gay way and so buffalo bill gay runs into the basement and we are treated to the sight of just like the fucking skin suit on the mannequin which oh yeah no, no seams some Somehow, but like jagged across one way and it just looks like one girl's body and like not even close to being done <laughs> yeah and not fat not fat skinny you big jerk i'm so angry um i don't mean like walking in this movie being like oh god these girls are not that big are they and then it was more fat phobic than i remembered i was yep. so good was she a great big fat person <laughs> like the way he said he that. screamed <laughs> <laughs> and so clarice buzzed down there and she's, you know, doing the whole like kick the door open, stick the gun mm-hmm. in the room. She's and doing she a really finds- good job. She is. She's doing her training correctly. And she um she finds the well and she goes, FBI, you're safe. And Catherine goes, Safe shit, get me out of here. <laughs> it's like based on what, girl? Yeah, she's like, you don't sound very calm. And so she's just like screaming, the dog is barking, they're making the most noise in the world. She's like, can you be quiet? It's like, no. Yeah, it's like, I literally can. I'm freaking out. And she's like, you come back here, you bitch. I love Catherine so much. So she's like gone through this whole basement. There's like one door left she hasn't explored. She kicks it open and there's like a whole other house down here. It's much like the movie Barbarian. 
oh my god yeah my coworker saw that and she was like because i told her to and she was like that was crazy i and love I was like, that movie that was great and she's like and you feel bad for her i'm like i know she didn't do anything wrong. she it's didn't ask to be born she she literally didn't she's not the barbarian he's the barbarian exactly um okay yeah more moths there's a, a special nazi poster in case the quilt was too subtle which i there's like it a was. decaying body in a tub. It's like so full of something <laughs> and a body. And it's like, just like body soup or like it's really shit. Bad. It's chowder, so, I would say. It's a pretty funky chowder. Funky chowder, man. Is that from? Succession. Funky chowder. Jerry says it. Yeah, you're so right. It's a funky, it's funky chowder. chowder. So just when you're kind of like, oh my God, um, right. all the lights go out and it's night vision time, bitch. Silence of the Lambs. He's watching her through his little night vision binocular goggles. And we see everything from his perspective. And he's just like so close to her. And he's kind of like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching yeah, you. Exactly that. Um, and he's like so excited. And it's like that thing where it's like, it's, it sounds mean to say, but she just looks so dumb because to us, it's right. like you can see everything. Yes. And she's fumbling and her eyes are all wide. And it's like, she, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm not calling her stupid. Just, it looks like, it's like, oh, what are you doing? You know? Right. Right. It's like, he's right there, idiot. But of course yeah. she doesn't know that. Of course. And how could she? And in fact, like she like kind of feels it, I think like yeah, in the way that so you don't close. physically feel it, but like your body is like, something's around me. Like the air moves, you know? Right. Exactly. And she kind of stops and like sort of like pulls the gun and is trying to like sort things out. And then um, he's behind her in her danger zone. Got to check your corners. And then he cocks his gun, which I'm like, why didn't you have that ready? Because that's really fucking loud. Yeah. And she being a really good cop or if there was such a thing, burp, 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 burp. Um, <laughs> but her being a really good FBI agent, she spins around and shoots him through the chest, like in like less than half a second, like, yeah, no like chance. instantaneously. And it like blows the window out behind. Yes. Too, so there's so light like, streaming in. Right. Um, and she's just looking and Bill's like dead on the ground, little like goggles askew, several bullet holes in there. And then we're going fucking turbo speed. It's graduation day. And I need this fucking FBI cake that they're eating. It is so funny to me. <laughs> it's like perfectly labeled on the top and someone cuts like an exact triangle. And I'm like, who did that top that that looks so good and cuts so well? It's that thing awesome. would be fondant and all <laughs> fucked up. It's great. Give me my cake. <laughs> Oh God! Also, when they're like escorting them out of the house, I'm sorry, I keep backtracking. That's but okay. I'm they going too to fast. Take, I'm rushing. No, they try to take Precious out of um, Catherine's arms, and she oh, won't yeah. let them. That's her dog now. That's her dog now. Um, and then Jack goes and like puts a little arm around Clarice and kind of like shepherds her away from the reporters and like tucks her little head against him. It's very sweet. That's my roommate was like, imagine snuggling with your boss like. That. <laughs> but it's her dad, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that'd be crazy. But so Clarice is um, officially made a member of the FBI and she has her little badge and Ardelia, her girlfriend, is in the audience cheering for her. Oh yeah, they're, called, they're like special agent starling like to each yeah. other. It's and then very she's like cute. special agent map. Like it's so adorable. And then the two library bug freaks are there and they're all like having a little drink. And of fucking course, because Ardelia is like Clarice's fucking secretary. She's like, someone's on the phone for you again, by the way. <laughs> And it's like, we know who it is. Yeah, it's like, who is ever on the phone? If, yeah. it's, not, if it's not Ardelia or Jack who are in the room. Right. 
then Jack catches her on her way over to the phone. And he's like, hey. And they have this weird charged handshake that I think. I really do think they're being like, it's dad. But it's I just don't like. No, it kind of gives like, I guess we're going to kiss later. And I'm like, I huh? know. Well, it also kind of gives it, it's honestly, and I don't feel this way about Jack Crawford as a character. I feel very protective of him, but it's almost giving like I actually did promote you all that way because I wanted to mm-hmm. fuck you. Surprise, um, which is horrific, but hopefully that's not what's up. And he's like, your dad would have been really proud of you. And she's like, hey, thanks. Yeah, and it's it's like, like mostly tender, just a little bit. Yeah, it's just like a little weird. <laughs> it's like, were you doing that on purpose? I hope not. But more importantly, she answers the phone and a voice we know all too well says, have the lamb stopped screaming? you asshole of course they have because that's the brilliant thing about this movie and it's like similar with carrie where it's like oh she's never gonna be okay again after that but like i didn't understand as a kid like that the lambs it's like it's trauma do you know what i mean right like the lambs will never stop screaming and like now it doesn't even matter if the lamb stops screaming because catherine's screaming yeah you know forever now there's another lamb you know there's always more lambs there's always more lambs and there will never stop being more lambs get that lamb out of here (laughs) um but he's like first of all he has a fuck ass bob now he has the stupidest little wig in the world and he's like somewhere with foreign currency like up on clothespins behind him so you know he's not in america um or presumably he's somewhere he's in the bahamas so he's not in Mm -hmm. tennessee or baltimore anymore and he's like i won't call on you the world is much more interesting with you in it which is a thinly veiled threat. Right. <laughs> he's like, please extend to me the same courtesy and don't come after me. She's like, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, okay. And then one of the best closing lines ever. He says, I wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. And we watch Dr. Chilton like come off the plane. And then as the whole credits roll, it's like five or six minutes. Like Chilton is walking through the crowd of people and Hannibal Lecter is just like following him at a distance until the credits are over. And that's the movie. It's so fucking good. Cunty movie. Final thoughts on Silence of the Lambs. I love this goddamn movie and I'm glad to have watched it as an adult and been like, oh yeah, I do get what was going on there. I get what they were saying with all that. My notes just say yippee, and I think that sums yep. it up. <laughs> You're exactly fucking right. Just hooray. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nice. I love movie. I love movie. And to that effect, Tara, what do you think the Bravo TV network chose as the seventh scariest movie moment of all time? It's seven, right? I'm saying that. I'm not yeah, wrong. It's okay. seven. I mean, you said seven before, <laughs> so I'm assuming it's seven. <laughs> I hope so, because that's Probably. what I said. <laughs> Carrie was 92, so this would be 93, making it seven, yes. Period, slay, boots. <laughs> uh, poo, poo, poodle, precious. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was your guess. Oh, no. <laughs> my brain was my brain went period, poo, and then I didn't explain. <laughs> um, okay, at fucking face rip in the in the ambulance yeah yeah, yeah come it's, on it's like it, it, they do that thing again that's totally cheating where it's like the whole scene from like him Those escaping assholes. to ripping his face off and i'm like yeah you gotta pick one yeah and it's but, that yeah, one and i'm right because that's on. fucking scary it's terrifying and uh regrettably eli roth is here i knew he would and he talks about how scary Buffalo Bill is. And I knew know, he was gonna. You know he thinks he's scary for all the wrong reasons. And it's further confirmed because he like quotes one of the 
many quotable Buffalo Bill quotes, but he does it in like the stereotypical gay voice. Like he's lisping, you know? And like, I find that, I find that so unforgivable period, but I also find it so unforgivable when like Buffalo Bill has a very distinct voice. Yes. Like everybody goes, I'd fuck me. That's how everyone does it. But he chooses to do like a little, like very stereotypical gay voice that I'm not going to do, but you can imagine it. Uh, And it just made me beat him up because Buffalo Bill literally has a very distinct speech pattern that you can mimic if you want to be quoting and mimicking him everyone does it all the time but he chose to just be terrible and i'm not surprised and fuck eli roth um roger corbin's there david hess is there robert england is there (gasps) and we get the bit about them talking about how scary hannibal is because like you want him to like you and then like that that upsets you as the spectator you're like oh that doesn't feel good and that makes it scarier that's Um, why they made him sexy in the tv show (laughs) just a good movie it's just good hell yeah dude hey riley Hi, Tara. I was trying to figure out what the next movies are going to be because there's not that many left. There's not I'm that many. So scared. We're I almost on like one hand. <laughs> I know. Ugh. What movie are we watching next week? Next week, you're going to get this one real fast. We're watching a movie from the year 1980, directed by Stanley Kubrick, called oh, fuck. The Shining. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, I'm so deep in the Stephen King hole. Yeah. Oh God. Carve I figured that would be lower down. Four hours. <laughs> man i did not copy and paste the plot synopsis because it's the shining yeah hello (laughs) come on i love the shining i'm so excited i almost bought the book the other day and i was like that's why i'm reading bag of bones because i was like i'm gonna read the shining and i was like no because i read the book i won't be done in time yeah and also here's the secret watch the stephen king movie first because then if you enjoy it you go back in the book and there's like 800 times more things happening that's what i did with pet cemetery Mm-hmm. And Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite Stephen King books. It's so fucking sad. That's so exciting. Um, I love The Shining, and more controversially, I love Doctor Sleep. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck yeah! I love Doctor Sleep. I'm excited. I'm gonna pop my Shining cherry. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's it's a long one. I think it's over two hours. Yeah, oh it might be close to two and a half. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, that's exciting. Well, if you're excited and you better be, you should keep up with us on social media at Fright Your Life on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) You can also follow Riley's and my individual Twitters at Riley Cassidy One and at Tara Elwood. And you better join us next week as we try to give you the the fright fright of your your life. life. Woo!